cliffcentral.com On radio On radio More of the good stuff cliffcentral.com Welcome back to The Good Stuff, Cliff Central's very own happy hour with myself, Brendan Nagu, uh, The Good Things Guy. I'm back from Scotland, England, United Kingdom, big travels, um, just before I leave for Zambia tomorrow. It's it's like I'm from one flight to the next. It's been a little bit crazy. Uh, but I'm back in studio, and I'm hanging out with you guys uh, live on the good stuff on Cliff Central. If you guys are tuning in on Facebook Live, um, you can actually tune into the full show if you visit www.cliffcentral.com. Um, so what's going on, man? The news, if we, if I open up our proverb, for proverbial newspaper, like a News24, uh, what do we have? We've got the Guptas, we've got ESCOM, we've got ANC, we've got AKA leaving Twitter, and all the rest of that news that we're not going to speak about. If you want to go and visit that, you can find it online. That news is available there. Instead, I'm here to remind you that there's still so many good things in the world and South Africa right now. So inspired, so proudly South African, so much of the good stuff. Um, yeah, man, we've got a cool show today. Uh, we'll be bringing you the only top five good news charting show in South Africa with my co-host Kerry Stain. Good morning. Over there. She actually Yay. nearly didn't make it into studio today. I've just um, got my breath back. Yeah, she sent me a message going, running a little bit late, might not make it, uh, you know, to start the show without me. So that's why we're pretending that she's not even here. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I'm kidding. So we'll be doing the top five good news show with Kay. We'll be doing a quick catch up as well to see what's uh, been happening in the world. And then we'll also be doing a couple of interviews today. We've got a jam-packed show. Um, we've got Tabojo. Uh, Mohola, the co-director of Sneaker Exchange, a really cool, um, a really cool initiative in South Africa that's happening right now. We've also got Colleen Arendt from the Breast Health Foundation, uh, to tell us what she's been up to. And Samantha LaRue, founder of Cornerstone Woman, pops by a little bit later to tell us about, um, they are apparently doing a launch, a new brand launch. So we're oh. going to be hearing from them. It's quite exciting. You remember her? Yes. She's been on the show. Yes. So she's giving us a little bit of a catch up. Listen up and get inspired. If you guys want to get involved, uh, check out our official Cliff Central, Brenda Nicu Twitter. Uh, you can find us on cliffcentral.com or give us a call on 0861 or you can WhatsApp. What's, what's the WhatsApp number, Kay? Zero seven nine seven four eight two zero nine zero. It's that easy to get involved and to uh, become part of the show. Um, you know, we on Facebook Live and uh, Pig Spotter, Pig Spotter, Cliff Pinto. He's like, hey, 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 uh, hey, Cliff, what's up? Um, all right, I'm gonna sign off of the Facebook Live. Otherwise, we're just gonna carry on all day. Check Recording you guys www.cliffcentral.com. Um, What's been happening? Wait, I mean, I've been gone for two. How weeks. was your trip? It's so nice to have you back. I hate it when you go. It is, I mean, it's... Moment of silence. Yeah, I'm still trying to digest um, the trip that I went on. So, for those I of you... I was watching, though, and your vlogs and your videos and your everything. It's just amazing. Yeah, the whole the whole trip started because um, my my stepdad, who is my dad, I've known him since I was a little kid. Yes. He's my dad. Um, he's never been overseas. He had never been overseas in his whole entire life, like many people... Don't yeah. get to travel. Um, but the really funny thing is his surname is McDougal. So he's like 100% completely from Scotland. That's his whole vibe. Um, from, so he, he, but he's never been. He was born in South Africa. Yes. He was born 
a South African, and um, his mom had a full-on Scottish accent. Like she would be talking like this. I <laughs> you, you can't really understand what they say. No. So, um, so he decided. My mom and him. Des- they both decided they were going to go back. Take him back to where his heritage is from, mm. and um, and they they had planned this whole trip, and there was a bit of London involved, so he could do some sightseeing, and then um, go up to Oban, where uh, where he's actually from, and uh, and then my sister surprised him, which was really cool. That hasn't seen him in five years. Yeah, so she was cheap. I mean, we her, okay. You made him cry. You did it. Yeah, my you si- did make him my cry. sister and I are naughty. We planned the whole thing. I went and picked her up on the way to Oban and uh, from Glasgow Airport, and 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 she, you you sitting at the table, you little skeleton with your. With my, phone, well, like with my with my GoPro, I did it with my GoPro. It was really cool though, and a cool holiday, and just to see someone experiencing a different country for the first time was mind blowing. And also, I mean, you do a lot of good naturally and generally. It's what you do on a daily basis. So to do it for your family, and to watch your family experience something like that, I'm sure it was just amazing it was re- it was really 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 special yeah. it was a really special holiday and i'm just thankful that i was able to to sort of spend it with good family good friends and i must tell you um i'd been to scotland previously uh when we did the edinburgh festival mm-hmm. and and i was blown away with um with the sort of scottish villages when we went up uh, it's not really north it's, it's sort of west it's halfway up scotland yeah some woman corrected me on that on my video she was like it's not the north of scotland but how do i know i'm, I'm a <laughs> I'm guest not from there no, i'm a guest I'm in your country around, yeah. so um yeah to to experience the villages and to see the natural beauty i must tell you when i flew back to south africa yeah all I kept thinking was, it's so brown here, because it's brown. it's winter, yes. right? And Scotland is like lush. Um, the the my friends who I was staying with, Ricky, he made a joke because I was like, yeah, man, it's bad in South Africa. We've got water restrictions at the moment, and um, fires. Yeah, well, we need to be watching all the water that we use. And Do he was nothing. like, Brent, there's so much water in Scotland that sometimes the governments ask you to leave your taps on at night just to um, <gasps> make the dams lower. But he was kidding with me. I know, I but it rains but every day. It amazing. rains every day, and everything is. Green, like green, crazy green. Can you imagine if that's how it was here? It could be. Yes. You know, um, Cape Town, they are heavily on the water restrictions. Mm. We've been speaking about it for the last couple of weeks. Uh, I think they're on level 4B now or yeah. something. But what's really good news is th- during times of struggle, that's when opportunities arise. Mm. And that's when... People, individuals, corporates can really make a difference. And they are. In two months' time, Cape Town's first desalination plant will yes. go online. And um, the, the city believes that they will be, with the desalination plant, they will be producing or creating 500 million liters of water a day. It's incredible. And that, so if you think about this logically, 500 million liters of water a day is the current restriction level now Mm. so if you take a desalination plant that gets them to that level that is level 4b and then you you add in the rain and the dams and the and 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 the people you add in that they are saving water cape town will be okay yes they will they'll be okay another thing that i that i need everybody's gonna be okay actually oh kerry of course look at you Miss Sunshine. Um, (laughs) Another thing in in Scotland, which was really cool to see, uh, were the wind turbines. Yeah. They've got hills and hills and hills of people collecting energy and electricity from the wind. And 
plenty of houses had solar panels on them. Mm. I, I didn't understand the solar powers because don't don't shoot me, Scotland, if you're listening. But um, they don't get much sun, so like they get very compared to South Africa. So with the wind turbines, that's where that's, the, that's where great. the energy comes from. But I'm talking about solar panels. And on the days that they have sun, sun they'll collect. It that. charges. But seeing that yes. and being in that country where I got to experience that, like South Africa needs to pick up our game. Yeah. We need to, we need to be putting solar. But there's we have so like, many restrictions though in terms of that. Okay. We've got like 320 days of sun a year. I understand that, but tell that to our government. And then we could put <laughs> solar panels on all our roofs. Yes, exactly. And, and we need to, we need to phone Elon Musk so that he can give us Tesla, Tesla. batteries to We've put got on them our, here. but he needs to give them to us for free. Oh okay? yes. Yeah, no, definitely. We don't want to pay yeah, those no. passes. <laughs> we don't, we don't want to take out a second bond. I think that thing is that we had it on our show. I think it's 320,000 rand just for that battery. For the battery. You don't want to take out a second bond so that exactly. you can afford to make your own electricity. But imagine if we could imagine like we could produce our own electricity. Then we could all breathe. A sigh of relief. Yes. Or even definitely when the end of the month comes yes. and the, and the, you have to get the repayments on your That's electricity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or your prepaid. <laughs> your prepaid meter goes. Hello. Time out. And you know, it's the end of the month, salty crack snacks. And you're like, um, so, uh, candles it is. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I've never no, but, uh, that. Imagine. <laughs> but that's exactly and it. Even in winter. Because, yeah, like no electric blanket for you. <laughs> Th- that's getting switched off because we're saving. So instead of the end of the month. That's so. like when your petrol, when your petrol's low in your car and you've got to make it to the, the next petrol station. So you switch off the air conditioning, <laughs> turn off the radio. You like try to do stuff that hoping. I'm trying to save. Hoping that it's going to work for you. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, what do you call it? it Freewheel. Yeah. Neutral. <laughs> neutral. So you gotta put your house into neutral so you can make it to the end of the month. Yeah. It is nearly the end of the month. It's the 27th, yo. Yes, it is. 27th. And we're can you believe it? It's halfway really through July. the year? Halfway yeah. through the year. We've done the solstice. solstice. Did the solstice? Yeah. It's, it's crazy how time really does just fly. It's nearly, it's nearly summer again. Flipping now, man. It's true though. We've got one, pretty much one month left of winter. Winter, winter. But then, then August winds start. I, that's all I remember is the August winds where we could put up our, our wind turbines yes. and we could make a lot of energy. August <laughs> is windy and then the first of September is officially spring day, but it's always cold. But it's I remember when freezing. I was a kid and we used to get to a civvies on, on the, the first, first of... It either rained or it, it was, was cold. Yeah. And you were like, I'm going to wear my new shorts that I've got for summer so I can look cool. <laughs> and you're like, well, I'm cold. Now I'm cold. doesn't work. I've seen people walking around in winter in shorts and a t-shirt. They do it in Scotland. There were people walking around. I was like, can I have another but jacket? those guys come here in winter and they dress in shorts and a t-shirt. Well, they, they, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. The, the funny thing um, in London, when we were driving around, sort of going around London, it was 33 degrees. It was really hot. It was a really hot day. Everybody in the city had their shirts off. I know, but they've said that there's a, there's a crisis. Because of a and, heat wave? And if it reaches, if it goes higher than 33 degrees, it's then um, considered a national crisis. And you guys then have to go indoors. If it reaches 30 degrees at your desk, whether it's in your car or at your desk or your lathe or whatever the case is, you actually have to go home. That's just ridiculous. 30 degrees. A friend of mine sent me a picture actually in London and he's like, look, everybody's taking off their clothes and they're lying in the park. I'm like, what? 
And it's true, they were like, they were ladies in their bikinis in the park. Too ridiculous. Before we get into the top five good news stories of the week, I have to just, I, I touched on it quickly. Yes. Um, I'm leaving for Zambia tomorrow, not on holiday. I mean, th- that was my one holiday that I went to. I'm going to Zambia to hand over thousands of, of school shoes. Uh, to underprivileged kids. And we've, we've spoken about the story before. Yes, um, about those shoes that grow with you. Yes. Um, so, so the guys at the Putfoot Rally have raised this money and the end of the Putfoot Rally is in Zambia. And, and we're going to go to a school and to hand over these shoes. Um, and I'm so excited and so thankful and so honored, uh, to be given this opportunity to just do good. You better be um, vlogging. I think I'm going to. I think I'm going to. The, 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 the thing that we, we face, right, is everywhere in the whole world, there's problems. Yes. And I get that there's kids in South Africa mm. that need shoes. Mm. So, I mean, this is just the start of something for everybody. And I'm excited to be a part of it. And, um, and it's going to be a really cool Africa's trip. Africa's one. Thanks, Mama Africa. Thanks. Mama Africa, tell me how you're doing. So every week we get to chat about the top five good news stories in the world that are trending right now. And, uh, and this is when we do it. Kerry searches the internet all week while I go and fly around the world. Uh, and, um, uh, and yeah, then, then we get to, to bring them to you. So you've got something better to speak about, uh, around the water cooler and all of that dinner stuff. table. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so, Kay, you're going to bring us up uh, our update. What do we have yes. number five? The people of Polokwani are being empowered to become recycling entrepreneurs. So recycling can be a great source of income for people in poor areas. A seminar was hosted in Polokwani to teach people how to start a recycling business. So here in Joburg, we're very familiar with uh, what we call sidewalk surfers. The yes. guys that come in... Um, Take away our plastic containers and our glass and our paper and our cardboard. And now they're just educating people all over. Um, and it's obviously, um, um, they've, they've done a, they've done a conference in Polokwani to educate people, um, in underprivileged areas of how they can make an extra income. I, I like the idea of this and I think that it's really important. And mm. I think, um, uplifting and, and sustainability and all those great words and great things are important. Um, we need to change the way that these guys are uh, pulling the recycling yes. stuff. I think that's there, important. No, and there, there, is, is, there is, there is a thing. Is, there is. And I, I think if we can, we can get more support for that. It will change lives. Helping them to help themselves. Totally. Yes. Totally. And they are. They're launching those and they're amazing. They really, really are. And I've seen one or two of them. Um, there's actually one, there's a, they've started it at the, the dump there by, um, by Parkhurst. Did you just? Yes, I did. <laughs> um, I like it. And I like this, I like this story. I think that it's cool that, uh, that changes are being made and, you know, it's, it's important to do good, give back and make stuff sustainable. We're going to put that up online so that you can also catch up with the number five story of the week. Yes. Kerry, what do we have, um, number going four. on at number four? The garden root birds are starting to feel relief thanks to generous donations. So Alexandra, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get his name, his surname wrong. I love it when you get surnames wrong. It's so funny. Stawazinski. Oh, that was all, that was close. That was close. It sounds like. Reached out. That's right. Stawazinski. Yay. There we go. Reached out on Facebook asking for help with houses for the garden root birds. The donations have started, have started making a huge difference. So we all know what happened, um, in Neisner. 
yes. in and around Neisner yes. and up that way. Yes. And basically, the Garden Root Bird Relief Program was set up by Alexandra just after the fires died out. They shared the story about um, how how he has been campaigning for people to send birdhouses, feeders, and food to give the displaced birds some relief. So if you have a look at the pictures, it's actually quite amazing because they've got these bird feeders all over the place. And it's, I mean, it's important. So Well, he has... Here's why it's important, mm. because we don't always think of that. Exactly. So w- there's a lot of humans that need rebuilding and a lot of um, a lot of businesses and, and, and. But do you think of the wildlife, the birds? Mm. No. So uh, it's cool that someone has, and it's cool that they're making a change, and it's really cool. I think it's incredible. Really cool, really cool. What do we have at number three? The South African music video that captivated the Cannes Lion Festival. So, Egg Film Sunu took home the gold for directing the one source music video that captivated its audience at Cannes and showcased the artistic side of Africa. Africa is burning. That's cool. It is such an incredible music video. Yeah. And when I watched it, I was, I mean, I got goosebumps, but, um, just to listen to, li- listen to the lyrics of the song. But did you cry? Yeah, almost. <laughs> <laughs> and it is, I mean, it's very, very touching. And as Africans and South Africans, we understand it. And I mean, it's our heritage and where we come from. And it's part of a lot of people's culture. So, I mean, it's, it's really close to home, obviously. Very cool music video. We're going to put that up online so that you can see it. Get inspired, get some goosebumps, and maybe cry. <laughs> Kleenex. <laughs> what do we have at number two? 80-year-old South African granny sets off on an epic road trip across Africa. I love her. <laughs> I love her, too. I love her. Do you know, with my conquest, they said that it can last you a lifetime. This conquest has done 380,000 kilometers already, and she's Yo, taking it around it, Africa. Toyota? A Toyota conquest. Toyota conquest. Yes, and they even are, before it became a Taz. <laughs> it's so funny, and it's this old skadonk car, and she's like, I'm doing it. I'm going around Africa. I'm raising money. I'm doing good yes. And it's flipping cool Toyota have, have supported her 100% yeah. um, Which is You know It's almost like a marketing thing Because they also don't want the car To break exactly. down on the trip So they're supporting her And good for her 80 years old And just going on a road trip She's putting younger explorers To shame she is. I Go, agree. Julia. I agree. We're going to put Julia's story up online. You can catch it on uh, Brendan DeCue Twitter. What do we have at number one? Joe Big Doctor helped a Neisner woman after a stressed dog bit her face during the fire. Jeepers, man. So Tracy Wilder Erasmus took Neisner families and animals in during the fires. One of the stressed dogs bit her face, so a Joe Big Doctor offered to fix it for her. Yeah, it's, you know, and it, you did it for free, right? Yeah. This is the thing again. There's there's different um, tragedies and different uh, different people and and animals and things that need help when a fire happens. Yes. And this is a story just to highlight how you can assist in a different. And what's way. amazing is obviously um, the doctor Dion Veyers from Four Ways Life. He offered to repair Tracy's face for free um, if she could get to the hospital. And Tracy's friend got in contact with Kalula Airways, who gladly offered up a free return ticket after hearing the story. So a lot of people got involved with this one, and I think it's quite amazing. It's incredible. It We've is. We've really, really come together as a community and a country. That's what I said. During tragedy, yeah. uh, it really just shines people. It, it highlights people that are doing good, and it gives people the opportunity to shine. Um, we're going to put up all those stories online so that you can also catch up with the good news and read them and see them and get the gooseys and the feels and the inspirations and maybe even cry. 
Who knows? This is the good stuff on Cliff Central. Despacito, this is how we do it down in Puerto Rico. I just wanna hear you screaming, ay bendito. I can go forever cuando esté contigo. Despacito, despacito, suave, suavecito. Lo vamos pegando poquito a poquito. This song is... um. It's like a number one song at the moment. I love this song. D- des- Even before it What's became it called? De- Despacito, Despacito by Louis Fonsi and, and then... And, and Daddy Yankee. And Daddy Yankee and then uh, Justin Biebs. Okay, but here's my thing, right? Because we were doing this Jumped while I was... on the bandwagon. While I was in the UK, the song was really big. And, um, and what we did was we would put the song on. And if you go onto iTunes, yes. I can't do it now because I don't have my phone in front of me. But if you go onto your Apple Music on your phone yeah. and you click on a song to play it, you can then sort of flick it up and it gives you all the lyrics. Yep. So that you can sing. How with did the that go? So and we sucked. Española. I can't. I mean, Kerry, if we go, come, say it, go, sing. Oh yeah. We gotta wait for the chorus. Yeah. I want to know if you can do these words. I can't. I, I don't speak Spanish. Do you speak Spanish? Here we go. This is the chorus. Let's hear this. Go, okay? Because we don't speak Spanish, but it's a cool no, song. It's it is a cool, a cool song. song. And if you go on, the last time I checked, um, the original by Louis Fonsi and, and that other guy, Yankee. Um, Daddy Yankee. Daddy Yankee. It has been viewed 1.7 billion times. How do I get views like that on my vlog? Maybe we need to make a song. Um, you you song. buff your arms up a little bit, and uh, you get some some pretty pretty Spanish um, Puerto Rican. Okay, we're doing it. We're doing babies. it after the show. <laughs> Kerry and I are going to buff my arms up and do a Puerto Rican dance. Um, every week we get to to interview incredible human beings, incredible South Africans that are doing really good things for South Africa and the world. And today we've got Colleen Arendt and Louise. I didn't get your surname, so we'll just go Louise Louise from the Breast Health Foundation. And they're here today to chat to us about what the Breast Health Foundation is and and why it matters. Welcome to the show. Thank you. It's good to have you uh, in studio with us. Um, what is the Breast Health Foundation? It's a not-for-profit company started in the early 2000s. Our vision and mission is education awareness around breast health and breast cancer, support for anyone affected by breast cancer, emotional and informative support. So if it's hubby or work or your colleagues or your kids. And we do a lot of education awareness at community level. And one of my new, not new projects, but something I've been very actively involved in in the last year is advocacy to Mm. get a breast health policy in South Africa. Do we not have one? No. No. There's no breast health policy legislated in government. There's a cervical policy, no breast, no cancer. That that's so. Is is it surprising? Is the is the thing that we could go on? Okay. Well. Everybody's going to complain about government and what's been done and not being done, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm actually quite proud to be involved in this process because mm. we've been lobbying government to have a breast policy. It is in the workings. We hopefully have one soon, which will be the first breast policy in Africa. That, that is incredible. Mm. So we've been working very closely with government. We do a lot of advocacy about access and awareness. If you've got a problem, where do you go? Who's there to help you? And... Being the country we have, it's a large country. There's only so many big cities 
if you live out of the cities, what do you do? Where do you go? Where do you access help? So we've been actively involved with the other NGOs under the Cancer Alliance banner to actually start changing policy in this country Mm. and access. The biggest thing is access. And breast cancer is one of those topics that it doesn't exist. We don't want to know about it. Husbands don't, don't want to even think about breast cancer. There's a lot of stigma still attached in our country. So a lot of people and women are being neglected and they're falling through the cracks. And that's where we've come in. We do education awareness at clinic level. Myself and my team, all eight of us, are breast cancer survivors. So that old saying, been there, done that, got the T-shirt. Literally, we've got the T-shirt and the new boobs. <laughs> so when we're working with people, we are well, living the, proof that we are survivors and there is life after breast cancer. Yes, and you, and that gives you um, a level of expertise and knowledge because you've been through it. And that, that, that means that you can help someone else through it as well. We, we, we hold your hand. We walk you through the process. We cradle you. We make sure that you follow your treatment. And finish your treatment because with cancer, it's like antibiotics. If you don't finish your course, it doesn't work. Yeah. So you need to follow through and do all the treatment necessary. And it's not a short journey. It's a long journey. It's months and years in some cases. And that's the important thing is educating people that there is life after breast cancer. It's not a death sentence. And we're living proof. We're standing here happy, healthy. Expensive boobs. Um, if we, if we talk about, um, breast health and, and sort of the, the statistics, um, I don't know what they are. So, so what is, is it quite prevalent? Is breast cancer a prevalent cancer in South Africa? Out of all the cancers, breast cancer is one of the highest. Um, according to the oncologists and the doctors we work with, there's about 8,600 newly diagnosed cases per year in South Africa. And I, I like the way you said um, diagnosed and, and because there's also a whole other spectrum of South Africans who are not being treated, not being diagnosed and don't have access to these facilities. That's exactly why we are advocating for a breast policy. So that if you live in Pitsonavata and you go to the clinic, the nurse there should be able to do a clinical breast exam, pick up a problem and then refer you into a major specialist breast unit it somewhere in very, the country. It is very scary. It is a scary process. What the process of? Well, when from from the time that you find out to the time that whatever happens, I mean, it's very scary. So I, I went get- through it personally last year, this time last year, and then um, seven years ago we went through it with my aunt. So from time of um, she got diagnosed in June and she passed away that December. Wow! It is. It's re- it's daunting and it's very but I, scary. But I guess that's why the Breast Health Foundation exists, is to make it mm. less scary and less daunting. That's one of the reasons we do what we do. But also bear in mind that many women, through fear mm. and various other factors, don't do clinical breast that is exams. exactly what happens. They don't check their own breasts. Mm. And when they find something, they go into denial, denial. and fear and they yep. don't have it checked. Nine out of ten breast lumps are not a cancer. Yeah, but we are so scared of the word cancer mm. that you find a lump you don't have it treated. For a lump to grow a centimeter, it takes about a year, unless you've gotten a very aggressive cancer. When I found my lump at the age of thirty-four, 
It was five and a half centimeters big. So you, don't, you, you, don't ask me how I didn't find it. I just didn't. But but that in your in your regards to an average growing that was five and a half years undetected that it was in your breast. Yes. Did no. you did you know you you didn't know it was were you in denial? No, I didn't know it was there. Um, you know, I didn't check my own breasts. I wasn't taught how to do clinical breast exams, so I never checked. And by the time I'd found it, according to my medical team, it had probably been there four or five years. Wow. And that's a big lump. That is huge. That's a huge lump. Um, Fortunately, I got the treatment I needed, Mm -hmm. and I did it through government. My medical aid excluded me because of a pre-existing condition clause. And I had all my chemo at Joburg Gen, and I'm here to tell the story. Had I not found it within six months of... It being found. Your story would be very different. I would not be talking mm. to you today. I would sure, not be here. And I was 34. Yeah. 13 yeah. years ago. That's yeah. like our age. Yeah. 13 years ago, 34 was young. Now we have women in their 20s being diagnosed in their 30s. You even had into a couple their of 80s. Teens, teens hey. as well. Yeah. Colleen, how did you get involved with the foundation? <laughs> well, by default, I think I landed up in healthcare. Um, and Louise and I go back quite a while ago. Um, so we've traveled a journey together and I came on board in my personal capacity just to give some extra helping hands, just to raise awareness, um, and just get the education and our reach out there in terms of digital and social marketing where my forte lies. Awesome. Um, so I'm just trying to expand and, and amplify our voice through those channels and platforms. And it's important to you as well, right? That's why yes. you're involved with the foundation. Yes. You believe in it. I believe in it fully. It's it's an important thing. This is something that I don't know about. You're teaching me, and I'm sure many of our listeners are learning as well in the process about education and awareness. Do you educate men as well? Yes, Most we definitely. Yeah. Okay. And do, they, I mean, their own. Do you know that men also have breast cancer? Yes, that's why I asked if you yeah. educate the and men and on their breast cancer as well. And like there's the, big stigma the, around it. Yes. The, the interesting thing is the male breast cancer or the, let me rephrase that. The tumor they have in their breast is yes. no different to the tumor women have yes, in their breast because yeah, yeah. we both have breast tissue. Yeah. Okay. The thing with men is there's a lot of stigma around it, okay, especially in our culturally diverse mm. country, mm. and they don't come in and have it checked. There are hereditary factors. I have a father and daughter who've both had breast cancer, mm. and they've been checked for the genetics involved. So one in a hundred... Average yeah. is a male. Jeeper. That's a lot. But you don't have a lot of South African males speaking about the fact that they've had breast cancer because there is a lot of stigma well, around it's the, breast. It's the association to the word breast. Yes. So if, if for whatever reason, the, the, the word for a man was changed to pectoral cancer, or you know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it sounds quite sexist. <laughs> Manly. But, but it would be then a guy would go, I, got, I had, I got I had pectoral, pe- cancer. pectoral yeah. cancer. It yes. changes that whole vibe. Even though it's the same, it's difficult for humans to wrap their heads around the sexism thing. I think for the men, the issue is that they have exactly the same treatment and surgeries the women have. Yes. So there's no sort of, it's a man's disease and we can manage this. Yeah. It's very much the same. And we do have a lot of men who talk about it Mm. and come out about it to educate others, but they're few and far between. Yeah. In the greater context in South Africa. So, Colleen, you're on the digital side. Um, How do people get more information? How do they get involved? How do they speak to you guys about the good work that you're doing? 
Okay, cool. So we will obviously got a website, mybreast.org.za. Um, and then if people want to get involved in the advocacy, they can go to canceralliance.ca.za and they can look at the advocacy toolkit. Um, so you can advocate as an, as a supporting NGO, as an organization, or even as an individual. Um, there's a social media toolkit there that you can access for the relevant hashtags and key messages that you can go out. That is being tracked and messaged so that we can also take those analytics to government um, and support our causes. Um, and then on that same website, they can also access the Advocates for Breast Cancer blog. Um, those are all the NGOs related to breast cancer. We've come together to stand together against breast cancer um, or to support breast cancer and raise awareness within the country. Um, so there's more information there on the Cancer Alliance website. Um, and then we also support the Buddies for Life magazine, which is back back to back with the Oncology Buddies magazine. Um, there's a print version and a digital version. Um, again, the link is also on the Cancer Alliance website, um, so one can subscribe to that. Um, and that is for those that are affected by cancer and their whole network. Um, and then, obviously, through our social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, people are welcome to contact me directly or Colleen at mybreast.org.za. .org.za, and that's Colleen, C-O-L-L-E-N. Um, but even through our website, people can donate directly or contact Louise or myself, get involved. Um, we've got Mandela Month coming up. Yes. Uh, We're um, revamping and painting out the um, breast health clinic at Helen Joseph. Oh, wow. Um, so if anybody wants to come on board and support us with their time, we need... 120 liters of paint and materials <laughs> so any support with that regard will be awesome uh, we're going to start painting on the 12th of july um and then yeah there's different fundraising initiatives that we do um we do sporting events we're obviously involved in 94.7 the argus um we've got a walk coming up a couple of walks actually so if they want to get involved in that um and then next year with the cancer alliance we're also going to do a cancer survivor summit um, and sure. we then, it will be hopefully a free event if we get enough sponsorship on board, um, that anybody affected by cancer and their network can attend the event and receive medical advice and support on survivorship. Because, um, obviously with more modern medicines and the raising of awareness and earlier diagnosis and treatment, we're having more survivors than patients. Um, and now it's the whole thing, well, how do you carry on? Because your whole life has changed after you've been affected by cancer. And that's what the Cancer Survivor Summit is all about. So there's lots happening and yes. lots to get involved yes. in. And it's very exciting. Yes. And I'm going to bring you back in studio so we can do a catch up Definitely. in a couple of months. Awesome. Um, so we can so just chat great. about what's happening. Uh, Colleen and Louise, it's been amazing having you in studio. Thank you. They are from the Breast Health Foundation, and we're going to put up all those links so that you can also get involved with such good work happening in South Africa. This is The Good Stuff on Cliff Central. What a good story. That is incredible. Just um, so something that we didn't mention, and, and the lady said it while we were off air changing hands. Helen Joseph Breast Clinic is the only walk-in clinic in the whole of Gauteng that you yes. can walk in. They can't turn you away. Yeah. Um, and apparently they have an open slot every Wednesday. So yeah. if you if you feel that there's New anything going on your Wednesday. boobs, then um, then you can go in there and check it out. I've also got someone else who I mentioned earlier on in the show. I'm excited to have in studio again. Uh, Sam Larue from Cornerstone Woman. 
You can put them on. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that sounds much better. <laughs> and come closer to the microphone. We want to get you nice and close there. there Sam's go. been on the show before, but we're in a new studio today. So last yes. time we were in our, Small in our little one. studio. Today we're in the big studio. And it's great to have you back in studio. Sam, um, before we jump into it, just for our listeners who might not know what Cornerstone Woman is, give us a brief overview. Basically, Cornerstone Woman is a non-profitable organization who support women and children that are um, experiencing any form of physical, emotional, or even financial abuse. Um, you know, historically, we th- we tend to think that abuse per- is a, um, a poor, poor, poor person's problem, but it actually isn't. It's a problem across the board. So we are an organization that offers support right across the board and primarily to the middle to upper class, uh, a demographic that hasn't been approached or exposed before. And you, I mean, you founded it. It's it's your business. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the reasoning behind that? Typically because there is absolutely no support structure for women and children. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at the rest of the world, um, unfortunately in South Africa, we just have got no program. We may create awareness for abuse, but we definitely don't have a program that will allow the woman to actually step out of the situation and change their stories. Mm. And I can hear, I, I, like just when you talk, I can hear your passion. Um, it's there and you're passionate about this this foundation that you've started. Um, and you're in studio today because you have exciting news about Cornerstone Woman. Yeah, very What's happening there? Well, basically, we've spent the last eighteen months um, putting together the infrastructure that mm-hmm. will that will actually have a support system for them, uh, for these women and children. And now, on the eleventh of August, in Women's Month, uh, we're going to be launching to the public and start creating the the desperate need for awareness um, of our organization. So, yeah, we're going to be launching at the boutique hotel, the Monroe Boutique Hotel in Houghton. And uh, we're we're reaching out to everybody that um, has been touched by this or feels close to this situation to come and join us in this exciting event as we start the journey to actually start helping women. And that's what it's all about. You, you're creating this um, new brand. It's it's a new identity, a new logo. You've got an amazing team that you've hand selected and brought together to really make a difference that and, and help the people that need it the most um, to really uplift them and, and to give them a second chance at life. Absolutely. We need to be able to offer these women a, a proper solution and mm. look at them holistically. You can't, you know, you can't deal with it. Um, you have to cover everything from the physical, the mental, the emotional. You have to support them legally. You have to cover every single element. And that's why it's taken us 16 months, 16, 17 months to put that infrastructure together. But now we're ready. We're ready and we're reaching out to everybody out there to to individuals, to small, medium companies, to corporates, to please come along, support us on the night. It, um, it's going to be amazing. It's had an amazing venue. We've been supported by so many amazing um, sponsors. And we'd like you to come along and share the night with us as we start awesome. our journey. How do people go about to, to getting tickets to this launch? Okay, so we've got a, um, a uh, email address, tickets at cornerstonewoman.com. And basically all you have to do is email me and I... I will personally respond to you or you can actually get a hold of myself, mm. um, Sam at Cornerstone Woman. Cornerstone spelled C-O-R-N-E-R-W-O-M-A-N 
Com. And uh, yeah, come corporates, we need your help, we need your support, buy a couple of tickets, come on an amazing night with all of us, there's going to be lots of uh, celebrities, lots of uh, entertainment, so yeah, we really need your help and we're reaching out for that. And um, well, what are those very mark adverts where you go, call now, but wait, there's more. Please do. But wait, there's more. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually emceeing the event. So oh. I've, I've offered my time for free uh, to be part of it because I believe in the cause and I yes. believe in, in what you're doing. And I believe that it really will make a difference to a lot of women, children, and even men. Um, it's going to make a difference to people who need it the most mm. in our country, people that maybe haven't had the opportunity b- before. So I'm excited to be a part of it. Well, thank you um, very much. And we're excited to have you. It's going to be cool. Kerry's going to buy a ticket. I can yes, see it I happening. Uh, if I mean, on the other side of this, if if people want help yeah. or if they find themselves in this situation, you are a foundation. You're already alive and kicking. The launch is just about the new brand. Um, but you're already alive and kicking and you're, you are helping women right now. Uh, do they just get you on the same details? Yeah, they do. They contact me personally, Sam, at Cornerstone Woman on email and we'll start the process to see how we can assist you. It's that easy. I'm going to put all of those details up online as well so that you can get involved. It's the 11th of August. And, um, as I said, I'm going to be your MC. I'm going to, I'm going to stand up for what's right and, and talk about awesome. Cornerstone Woman and really just try and, and, you know, get the word out there. Mm. I, I believe in what you do. And I think that it's an amazing initiative. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me here. It's, it's Thanks, really man. cool to have you in studio. And once we've launched, we're going to bring you back again. Yes. So Yay, that we can do, do another show. <laughs> just keep bringing you on the show. Um, Kerry, that's almost the hour done. And look at us, eh? We had just a, a show full of women. It actually was. Yes. I was thinking about it after uh, when we do the photos afterwards, because we need to do a photo <laughs> that goes up online. It's going to be me yeah. with like four women. The thorn amongst the roses. I'm, I'm starting to feel a little bit like Hugh Hefner. It's every time I do a show, it's just every, ladies. It has been every week, actually. It's just ladies. How I, does that make you feel? Uh, you are not my psychologist. <laughs> Um, but it makes me feel good because I get to highlight really cool initiatives and South Africans doing really cool things in the world. Um, yeah, and I'm excited to just have that opportunity to do that. Cool. So that's it. I'm done for the week and, uh, I'm off to Zambia tomorrow. I'll be vlogging and bringing you an update next week on how that goes. You better. You better. And I, I actually think, um, next week we're going to have a partner of, uh, Cornerstone Woman, Mark Krobler. Is going to be in studio um, to speak about the initiatives that he brings in and and what he does with the women empowered, um, the defence classes. Wow, that's incredible! I'm going to see if he's available, so we can just tie this whole thing together and uh, and we can bring you all of those good things. Going into Women's Month, it is too. Yeah. You've tuned into the good stuff on Cliff Central, and we've spent a full hour chatting about good things, good news. Good moments. I'm excited about all of it. Um, every week, I leave you with a little bit of a quote that hopefully. Uh, gives you, gives you, um, inspiration. Is it inspiration? It is inspiration. We hope so. And encouragement. We need to stay motivated. We need to inspire others. We're in this together. And the only way we'll get through this is together. Dream big, hope for better, work hard, laugh till you cry, never give up, know that you are loved, and have the most amazing day of your life today. That's the good stuff for this week. Don't forget to tune in next week. And also, if you want to catch up with all the shows, it's podcasted. You can get it on cliffcentral.com. It's that easy. Mm -hmm. Or you can go to iTunes and you can subscribe and you can get every show. It comes to your phone. It beeps. It's like a message. It goes, new show. It's live. You can listen to it. Um, I love hanging out with you. I hope you all have a terrific Tuesday. Kerry, behave. You behave. (laughs) That's the good stuff. Have a good week. Cliffcentral.com